and welcome back to the movies made us do it me and matt are back how are you matt oh, i'm pretty good sir how are you i'm doing all right yeah gearing up for our first few scenes of the new movie tomorrow so uh oh very cool been, uh, i i <laughs> i hate to think of my uh my uh uh you know global warming footprint today as i charged a billion batteries <laughs> it's like literally charged so many batteries for different bits of kit today um, so yeah it's just been on constant constant uh rotation of batteries all day but we're good we did it i think i think you can you're, you know I, I i'm i've known you long enough i don't think you're a, a jet set who flies all over the world no, so I, in I, fact i in fact i venture very i, I don't venture very far at all Exactly. I, I think you're I think right. Glastonbury's about as far as I go now. <laughs> That's it. That's the limit of my uh, my travel. So uh, yeah. And most of the time I walk. You know, Glastonbury's an extreme example where I, I get public transport. Normally I walk everywhere. So I've been on two planes in my life, so I'm fine. I've been on two. Yeah, one there and one back. Yeah, so. exactly. But uh, anyway, we're not talking about planes and global warming and miserable... Well, actually, we are talking about one. Uh, we will be in a bit. Uh, but <laughs> we're talking about movies. And uh, last time we covered them, I fucking love that movie. And I really enjoyed that review. That was a really fun one to talk through. Um, was. That was good. For a, for a movie we picked on a whim, uh, yep. I thought that was a really good one. Uh, so we're back to our regular, back to our, uh, you know, what have we watched recently reviews. Do you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah, sure. What, uh, so let, let's let's do. Uh, I'll do I'll do Young E first. Young E, yeah. So this, I'm assuming, is a Netflix film. It is indeed. Yeah, uh, I'm not on Netflix anymore, and I feel like I would have picked it up if I was. Yeah, so it's a Netflix movie. It's um, I'm going to butcher some names here. Yeah. Um, it's directed by uh, Sang Ho Yun, who did Train to Busan. I think you did well there. Um, it stars. Uh, no, uh, Um Ji Won, okay, and uh, Kang Su Kang Su Young, um, and so basically this uh takes place in uh the twenty second century where Earth has been fucked because of global catastrophes, mm-hmm. um, and. The human race now mostly lives. I quit. I quit watching a movie this week. Oh in yeah. The first few minutes, because I can't even think what it was called. It was something like the survivalist. I want to say. All right. And in the first few minutes, it was like global, you know, post-apocalyptic movie. I'm like, okay, cool. Yep. You know, the person goes to find, uh, you know, person who can protect them because they've got the answer to something. And yeah. within the first five minutes, I want to say within the first five minutes, they said, oh. This basically was caused by COVID and super COVID and it wiped out. And I was like, oh, fuck off. I'm done. I was like, literally, I was like, I switch off. I said at the time, I do not want to hear about this fucking pandemic ever again. So if you're going to make a movie around it, I'm not watching it. But anyway, I'm guessing that's not what this was about. Super COVID. I don't think they mentioned COVID, no. That's good. So Um, so we've knackered the I have seen two movies this week that are um, about global catastrophe so oh, global catastrophe is one thing i think i think yeah. you know it, it's just that the, the the fact that you've lived through it yeah it's like nah i'm good you know like I, i've seen that enough well in in this one uh basically people now live in these great sort of stations above the earth cool. um the only people that live on earth basically are incredibly poor or they work in sort of factories and stuff like that 
Okay, uh, so it's like an a uh, 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 an elite battle angel elite kind yeah, of situation. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, three of those, um... or Elysium. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, dude, Pitt. I mean, there's so many. Now we live in the sky. Now I mean, we live was in that, the sky. Earth yes. two was it that they that was there was the same in that and I don't think I've seen that, Earth two. Was that was it called Earth two? It's the one with um, uh, oh boy me. Uh, Clancy Brown. Oh right, okay. No, I don't it, think it, I've seen it. It was a really cool series, actually. I'm not gonna remember how many seasons. I think it might have been only one season. Basically, the Earth was fucked. Everybody's living in like these stations, but everybody's getting like sick and ill. And eventually, they go and they find a, a world, but it's got already got this like weird alien population. And I really liked it. It was really interesting. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think it, it probably wasn't called Earth Two, but it, for some reason, that's what's in my head. I'll look it up later. Um, so three of those colonies in the in the thing have, have basically declared themselves independent, and a war started. Right. Right. Now, the greatest hero of this um, of the of the human of the well, I say humans of the the Earth Force because I can't remember what the, the other force called themselves uh, is 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 uh, Young Yi. Now she was this mercenary, so. She basically um, was the basically think of full metal, the full metal bitch from um, Live Die Repeat. Uh, okay, she's she's got that sort of reputation, you know. Sure. That, you know, but she basically she's plastered failed. all over the posters and yeah, propaganda. So she made, but she yeah. failed in this mission, and now she's theoretically dead. She's not dead. So oh, she... okay. This this movie is borrowing so much from other movies. I was oh, just yeah. like, oh, it's like Escape from New York. I'm going to oh, stop God. saying other movies that this it's, is like and just honestly, let you talk. Honestly, it's it's all yeah. It's <laughs> it, it's if um influences are all over the place, mm, which is so, not a bad thing. So the, the thing is, is this. So this is just the build up. Okay, yeah. right. The actual core of the story is Yi became a mercenary because her daughter had, I think, it's lung cancer. Okay. And she couldn't afford the treatments, so she became a mercenary to afford the treatments. Right? All right. Now, when she basically got sort of killed, the company came to her, the, the daughter and grandparent and said, she's almost dead. We can save her brain. If you give us permission, we can make her a, a they call it a type C. I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, and we can copy your brain and, you know, we can um, make great AIs, combat AIs that will fight this war for us. Um, and your daughter, uh, your granddaughter will be taken care of or her medical bills will be paid and her education will be paid. Right. Then you leap 40 years into the future again mm -hmm. and you're following her daughter. OK. And uh, these two you. Uh, she is working on her mother's AI. Is she aware that it's her mother? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they, there's a problem they've had. I mean, they've been. It's weird that they've been working on this for forty years, mind. But she, they've been running this scenario with her, and it's the scenario where she died, and they cannot figure out why she died. So they keep running this simulation, and it's pretty fucking horrifying actually some of the stuff that they they do to this poor woman yeah we're just gonna make you relive this moment yeah they kind forever. of forever they, they kind of do i mean they, she's not kind of aware she's not aware that she's a 
you know, a droid. They keep bringing out these new copy, copy, clone copies of her brain sort of thing. Um, the, so there's like basically the the, the government, the, the sort of generals turn up to this show sort of thing, that they're, they're, and they eventually say, "Oh, you know, we've brokered a peace. Um, we no longer want a, a, the AI. Uh, what domestic, you know, things application secure? Right. So now that's kind of the basic story, right? Mm-hmm. This movie." kind of wasn't really sold that way this movie was kind of sold as an action movie sure movie, so it's a bit more of a of a this movie is not an action movie well okay well it has action in it but it's not an it's action got movie. some fucking amazing action movies uh, action scenes in it this the the beginning action the, the beginning fight scene is fucking brilliant it's got these like um robot like big robot sort of canine type things with guns on them and uh, she's leaping around with like really cool um, computer game mechanics where she's got this gun that's got a um, a, uh, a harpoon on it. So she's like, you know, pulling them close to her and then punching the shit out of the bad, you know, the bad guys. Like really, really cool things. But it's not about that. It's basically about the relationship between the daughter and mother. Yeah. And you know, there's this there's this really nice bit where she's the 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 daughter um she's just been interviewing the last um version of her mother and it's horrific they they sort of they switch her on but she's her pain's on full and she's basically a like a, a torso with no limbs so they wake her up and she's like what the fuck have you done why why am i like this where am i what and they, they don't turn off her pain. They turn it down a bit. They don't really ask her any questions. And then they switch her off. It's like, well, that was fucking horrific. <laughs> well, that, you get out of that? And for no reason. <laughs> yeah. And the guy that's with her is this is a, like a new recruit. And he, as, as they're leaving and they're walking up the corridor, he says, oh, you know, I'm a, a massive you know, fanboy of your mother. She was a hero to all of us and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I've got all, this, all, all these things and she's amazing. And she sort of says this thing about, you know, she's never really thought about what her, she's never really known what how her mother felt about her and she never really, you know, got enough impression of, you know, her relationship with her mother. And the kid just says, well, why don't you ask her? You, you know, you've kind of got her in there. Why don't you <laughs> you've ask had her? her for 14 and you can years. Sort of, yeah, and it's all, you can see that it sort of never really occurred to her to actually sure. ask. And there were lovely little moments like that that, were, that I thought were really nice. And it was, I'm not, I'm not going to sort of go into sort of spoilery details, but I've seen some of the reviews and people are like, where was all the pew pews? Where's all the like explosions? And stuff? Well, I, you know, I was, it's like, yeah, this movie was kind of sold badly. Uh, yeah. Um, and in fact, if you, if you look it up on uh, Google, Google yeah. has it as an action sci-fi. I mean, it is an action sci-fi because the thing is, is there but I guess all... LA, I guess emphasis on the science fiction, less on the yes, the action. That's um, it. It mostly takes place in a lab and on this sort of this in this sort of um, facility, and there's not really the you know the only the, there's two big action scenes I would say in in the whole movie which are really really well done. Really, you know, the the the, the scene that comes later reminded me of the you know the uh or oh, what was that um 
iRobot. So oh, you know how the hell. you know how the the androids run around and like jump and punch yeah. and that. It was they're kind of like that, but it's still cool. I mean, I, I, f- I fucking hated iRobot, but uh-huh. I, I it was a good I, uh, it was a good action set pieces were good. Yeah, there's. I'm a, I'm a big Asimov a fan, and I fucking hate that movie for that reason. If I can take my my love of Asimov out of it, I, it was probably okay as a movie. It was it, it wasn't a a, a bad movie. No. I, I, I like a bad a, adaptation, a but not a bad movie necessarily. Yeah, I like a lot of it. But uh-huh. yeah, anyway. Um, so this this is really not, a, you know, it's 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 kind of been missold, and I think that the. Do you know this? It's happening a lot, isn't it? Well, it isn't also isn't also they're trying to make it like illegal to missell. Well, that wouldn't be a bad uh, thing because people are potentially this. wasting money on on yeah. things that they wouldn't want to watch if uh-huh. they knew what it actually was, you know. Yeah. Um, but it almost feels like misrepresentation is is a big a bigger part of the the marketing. I won't say it's like a big part because it's always been yeah. a big part, but a bigger part of the marketing now in film and this TV is, than it ever has been. This take this is more about the well, one the relationship between the mother and daughter. I, I gotta be honest with you, Matt. It sounds way more interesting when yeah, you said it, it's it, not it, an action movie. It is actually more of this, this you know, really beautiful. There's a there's a scene that I kind of don't want to spoil, but I kind of do. Where, so, okay, I'm gonna slice, I'm gonna spoil something. The daughter, her cancer's come back, so she's dying. Okay. Right, and there's a scene where she's talking to a doctor, and the doctor basically says, um, if you know, when if you die, it's okay if you die because you know. You can be put you into could a be type... perpetual pain like your mother. Well, you can be a type A, right? So type okay. A gives you all human rights. You can do all this sort of thing, blah, 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 blah. If you can't afford a type A, you can be a type B, which means you don't have so many human rights. You can adopt. Um, you can't do certain things. And your brain functions will be sold to the government for use in the government. Or you can be a type C, which is what our mother is, which means you kind of won't be yourself, but you'll be sold to anybody who wants to buy you, and there'll just be plenty of clones. Fate you. worse than death. Exactly, and right. it's like I'm just her talking to this, and, and I'm not. I won't go in. I won't spoil anything else of that scene because that scene is beautifully done, mm. and it is just fucking horrific and horrifying when, like, you know, something happens and you go, "Oh, okay." And there's, there is one performance. So the the, the direct the, the director of the project, this bloke, he it, he's really over the top, broad comedic. Like he keeps making these really bad jokes, and at times it just verges on, oh, this really is bad, and it shouldn't be in this movie. But you kind of understand it when you know where they're going. Sure. Um. But it is fucking broad, and it is lit, does feel a little out of place in the movie. But as I said, you, you, you kind of it kind of explains why he's like that. Yeah. So okay. I think that's uh, that guy's played by Sang Hoon. I think is that one. Um, it's I really liked it. As I mean, I I I think it sounds interesting. I, I think we said yeah. before, you know. The older I'm getting, the the less interested I am in action, and the more interested I am in story and, well, I, and I, interesting characters and like because I think I think actually it's probably not age; it's probably more the fact that you know with with CGI and and everything now mm-hmm. we've seen it all. It's very rare yeah. that you'll see an action scene that you haven't seen before 
or, mm-hmm. or very heavily inspired by something you've seen before it, yeah. it feels like i i can't tell you the last time i saw a groundbreaking action scene that i was like oh my god um it's been a long time so story is more interesting to me now and, and as soon as you said oh actually it's not an action movie it's more about this 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 horrendous uh kind of situation that her mother finds herself in and her and her daughter kind of almost finds herself in and her relationship with her mother Mm -hmm. uh, that's way more interesting to me i'm like oh now now i actually want to watch this movie yeah i mean the 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 cg is hit and miss at times there's some really really good like robot cg and some stuff there's some and then there's some slightly dodgy background stuff Mm. but overall it's actually pretty good well korea have uh, got some really good like graphic artists i mean a lot of their their cg looks amazing yeah on uh, much this... lower budgets than than the West tend to do as well a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I think this, if you're willing to just go with it and and you know, don't not think of it as a as a, a an action movie. Think of it as a you know as a, 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 a not hard sci-fi, but a, a, you know a more up to do with you know AI and family yeah. relationships. Then I think you'll 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 enjoy it. It's because it's, yeah, it's been terribly missold and it's not that. And people are, you know, people are going into this movie thinking, this is what I want. Whereas the explosions, it's like, well, yeah, that's bad because that serves no one. You're not getting the right audience. You're not getting the audience that would appreciate it. Yeah. Um, the the actress that plays the the, the older daughter. Um, Kang Soo Young, um, she apparently I've not seen her in anything before, but apparently she was really big in the eighties and nineties, um, and this was her last movie. She uh, she um, had she was kind of making a bit of a comeback in recent times, and she had a cardiac arrest. So this is her last movie, and she's really fucking good. I'm I'd, I'd like to see some of her other other movies because I thought she was really good. Do you, the thing is, is, I've seen people say, oh, she's got no expression and she's like, the, the characterization is like, then you're not picking up on the little <laughs> Did you details watch the film? and the little nuances of her performance because her performance is really good. I mean, they've even got like a um, like a humanity test at one point, you know, and they keep talking about humanity tests mm. and stuff, which which is, you know, obviously it's very Blade runner type thing, not just Blade Runner, but that's what comes to mind when you think of that sort of thing. And I really liked it. I really liked it. It's been terribly missold, but it's it's really enjoyable sort of you know ca- character piece, really. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds interesting. I'll yeah. definitely check out the next time I'm on the the Netflix rotation. Um, so I have only watched one film, and I've also watched a TV show. So, do we do the film that we both watch next? Yeah, let's do the film. So, uh because it was cheap <laughs> yeah which is funny because you did the same thing we did I not kinda... discuss it but no we did the same thing i uh, i was kind of the, the, the thing is is i was going to pay more for it i was I, willing to i kind of talked myself into it yeah so we we watched clerks three yeah um i, I think it's fair to say we are both fans of clerks one and two uh, I really think that Clerks Two is underrated. I, think I Clerks Two is fantastic. Yep, I completely. I think they did a really good job of introducing new characters into that. Actually, and I think they did a really good job of giving them all a lovely send off. Okay, Clerks Two. 
Oh, yeah. Not fucking Clerks 3. Okay, Clerks 2. Okay, okay, <laughs> Sorry, I just realised what you were thinking then. No. no, I was okay. Clerks yeah, two yes. gave the I characters see. a wonderful. Yeah, segment. I think that's the that's the thing, isn't it? I think they had a really nice ending. Dante was, you know, was. Gonna, are, was... are we going to do spoilers? Um, yeah, let's this, do it. It's been out for a while now. And... Skip ahead if if you don't want spoilers. Um, Clerks two effectively ends with uh, Jay and Silent Bob have money, and yeah. uh, as as a result, uh, Dante and Randall are able to buy the quick stop they they obviously leave movies are fired from movies but they buy the quick stop and uh obviously dante gets with uh i forget the character's name rosario dawson um, um oh my becky? god Be- becky becky it? it's becky is He's it becky? becky yeah yes becky um and uh they live happily ever after for a couple of weeks and then she dies in a car accident yay with their unborn child hooray yeah. good stuff so dante's depressed is all shit yeah and understandably now, so um, i don't know whether it was a case of they couldn't afford well her. she's in it i mean well yeah but not very much that's what i mean i mean but wouldn't they, you have rather she was like, in it not very much but alive film. i i don't know like I, I i really don't know how i i like honest on in my honest I, opinion I, i'm not sure how i feel about this film. i think the first half of this movie is brutal yeah and mean yeah it feels it's that way really brutal and mean what they kind of because they they even make like at the end of, of Kirk 2 mm. randall went through know, a character they, arc and became a better person yeah he's a fucking asshole in this movie they've in this he's gone back to being an absolute dick and i think it's made worse by the fact that in my opinion the uh, lead of the Clerks movies has always been Dante. Yes. And in this movie, it's Randall. Mm-hmm. And Randall's like fucking Joey, right? Where it like it works as a side character. He works yeah, yeah. as like the friend, the 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 uh, you know, like Dante's the straight man, and mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and and having him as the lead here is like God. He is thoroughly unlikable in this movie. He's an asshole all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And at first, it's kind of funny. And, and, but by the end, I was like, you're just a really horrible person. Like, well, I will say, ha- by the halfway point, maybe yeah. a bit after, they, I don't want to say they completely redeemed themselves, hmm. but there were certain bits where I started to warm. There are some good moments in this movie. There I, are I some really say, nice moments in this for movie. For the first like half an hour, almost every joke clangs. I don't think I was going to say actually. I, 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 as much as I enjoyed parts of this movie, I think this got a chuckle out of me once, maybe once. By the end, I was there was a there was a couple by by the sort of midpoint where I was beginning to you know warm up and chuckle Mm -hmm. and the so um, what's this Elias? Yeah, is outfit changes actually became amusing that was yeah that was amusing at first yeah. it was like oh god that's annoying and then it, but it like actually... clerks one and clerks two was like laugh out loud funny yes uh, i think i laughed out loud like kind of like a <laughs> like once uh, yeah in this movie um by comparison now that's not necessarily a bad thing he's clearly gone a very different direction with this movie yes um it it does feel a lot like um you know when when we we complain 
about oh you know star wars uh return of the jedi and then all of our heroes just everything they did is undone by, yeah, yeah by force awakens and it kind of feels like that here it, where it, yeah. you know it was it a, a really nice send-off in clerks too and then to come back and not only you know reunite with these characters and and kind of continue on a story that i don't really feel like needed to continue but uh, but to to reset it and and just make everything so dour and miserable yeah um it's like okay like it's, it's a choice I, so there was a couple of so when they started making the movie and yes. it was they 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 got on to this actually making some of the scenes I initially I thought this is going to be fucking awful, but do you know what? When they refilm the scene with Jade and Silent Bob doing the dance, I was like, I found that hilarious and charming. For it, for some reason, the the like fifty year old Jay and Silent Bob dancing like they did when they were like in their 20s yeah there is something funny about seeing there was that. something weirdly charming about it and there was i again, was like when they start they brought back like almost everybody from the first movie so now, that i appreciate they're all like six in their 60s or 70s yeah. and it was kind of funny and kind of charming i thought I, I agree with that to an extent. I, I must admit, I felt like it went on too long to where it I was did, like, it, I have watched Clerks, guys. I've seen yeah, this movie. It, it I've did. seen the movie you're making in this movie. Like, yeah. And at first it's kind of amusing and then, and then it kind of goes on a little too long for me yeah. to where I was like, well, what are we doing? Am I just watching you make Clerks again? Is that, is that what I'm doing? Um, but you're right. Some of those scenes are, are quite charming. Um, oh. I, I felt like the 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 strongest thing uh the strongest suit to my mind is from from kevin smith is his dialogue and writing between characters the conversations Mm -hmm. i I don't think he's ever been much of a a, a, he's never been much of a fancy director i think he said as much himself he's he's much more of a of a a, you know he sets up the camera and people talk um i felt like here the dialogue does not work well at all it feels stilted characters don't feel natural it doesn't feel like they're talking naturally and for kevin smith to do that who i always thought was like king of of like natural funny dialogue and and... we i think you know we're i'm I'm a little older than you but we're of a we're of of the same age where Mm -hmm. i think when the like first clerks come out and and more rats and stuff like that those movies were were formative yeah, they were sort of, you know, we're talking of their, their kind of, they were our age, roughly our ages, ages, you know, we were a little young, little younger maybe, or, yeah. but we were about then, and we were all, we, you know, we were at this the time where we, we were either at college, or we were leaving college, and you're at that point, point where you don't really know what the fuck you're doing, you know, and yeah. y- you, your life's before you, and, you know, I think he once said these these are characters that are too intelligent to, to be doing shitty jobs, but not yes. intelligent enough to be doing really good ones. Yeah, so they're stuck. Yeah, and I think well, that's that, that kind of just sums me up. I, I don't, <laughs> you know. And for me, that was kind of always what it, those those movies were always so fucking good because of they. Yeah, you know they they're kind of like lost people. You know, well, they're... and you wanted to see them succeed at something, yes. and and I felt like that's where Clerks Two really gave us that yeah. lovely send off. Mm-hmm. Um, it did, and it it 
just <coughs> spits in the face of all of that and it it's a really does. bitter pill to swallow it's, me- it's it's mean it's it feels mean doesn't it and I, and i don't know if i if, if i'm over exaggerating in saying this but it feels almost mean-spirited and and just yeah. a kick in the teeth and it's like i this was a comedy yeah that i'm supposed to laugh at i guess and i don't mind i'm fine with there being a message and and i will say some of it i think uh i I would say if we're doing full spoilers um the ending now i don't necessarily agree with the way that the film ended yeah but dante's scene in the cinema yeah wonderful Okay, I'm I so liked glad to, the uh, scene. I don't like what they did with the character, you, but the actual scene was, I thought, really well done. Do you, okay, I think we're we're, we're going to spoil things here. Okay, I and I'm going to say they complete. He completely did a manipulation on me on that. Yeah, yeah, I when, agree because it's a character you love. Randall goes into the hospital Who is, and shows but, the movie to Dante. That's fucking so selfish as well. Oh, even in the last it, act, it fucking it annoys is, me. But it was so fucking beautiful oh, when he says of... to, when he put it down and he showed him clerks and he said to him, oh, he said, you've always been my leader. Yes, that was nice. That was a nice moment. This and... is how I see you. The and hero I, of the story. You're the hero that, of the story, and yeah, that was nice. Completely manipulative, and it it honestly it got me. I was I had fucking tears in my eyes, and yeah. when it like you and said, then he potentially flicks, killed his friend. Yeah, when it flicks to the cinema and he sat there. With that was wonderful. Loved that. I thought the way that was shot, the way it was filmed with him and Rosaria Dawson. I, I thought it was it was yeah. a really really effective scene. I loved it. Yeah, I loved that scene. I don't like and what they was, did with the character, but I love uh, that scene. I think that's it. I'm in two minds because I think one, it was what they did overall was fucking just mean and, and horrible. It felt like that, but, but there also, are some good things in it. That, I don't want to completely write it off. Yeah, no, that's it. There were some lovely moments in it, and one thing I will say is I was kind of expecting a lot more messagey stuff in it. Well, there there is some very heavy-handed dialogue when they're talking about the the heart attack. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate, obviously, Kevin Smith went through a heart attack and it's going to inform your your life yeah. going forward. And you want to talk about it and that's fine. But it did feel like there was like fucking exposition dumps from like certain characters around like, yeah. oh, it's a widow maker. And, and yeah. you should go. I, I am vegan, full disclosure, but like you should go vegan and you should do this. And, and it's yeah. like we, we know you've done these things, Kevin. And it, and it feels like these characters aren't even characters. They're just telling us the- information you know the annoying thing for me is i am overweight i do eat a lot of meat and i i am actually waiting for my heart attack oh don't say that (laughs) but you know it was it that was fucking awful that was it's like it went i mean i think that the annoying thing is the fact that they do it they you kind of when he when they first announced this movie and he said, "Oh, you know, Randall's going to have a heart I attack." I thought it was going to be a positive thing. Be, yeah, and I thought, you know, it's going to be this, this, and this. And I thought, okay, it's you're going to do what you know. You're going to do. You're going to do, and that's what he's always done. I thought, when they when he gave them both a heart attack. Yes, exactly. It was like. Oh. Because coming off of Clerks 2, I, I thought Clerks 2 was the perfect symbol for all characters. But if there was <laughs> one character who could have developed further, it was Randall. Yeah. So you think, okay, Randall having a heart attack could be good because it could mean like, you know, because Dante's got his life together with Becky. 
Jay yeah. and Silent Bob are never going to change, but they're they're happy, right? It, yeah, like, exactly. Um, and and yeah, we'll get to see Jay Randall go on this. Cartoon characters, they are not going to change. No, they exactly, are, and they're they happy. You know, they're happy in their lives. Um, exactly. Where is? Where is actually, I did like that they owned the store next door. Yeah, that was really, funny. And I, I actually, that was the bit that made me laugh was when they didn't know fucking Dante's name. That yeah. that made me laugh. Yeah. When they were like Sergio or something. Sergio. Like, that that made me laugh. That was what but made also, me laugh. I love the fact that they own the store but are kind of unaware that they own the store. Yeah, because they, they didn't even know it used to be a video store even though no. there's still videos everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> you know. This is the old video store. Yeah. Oh, that explains the tapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so like the one character that you felt like could have gone on and and had a bit of a character arc was yeah. Randall, and the idea of giving him a heart attack, I think, is a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else about this setup and the way it goes, I just fundamentally well, they completely regressed. Didn't Randall. like they he, he, he they, they yes, that's the thing. Randall feels like he's back to old Randall, yeah, and has learned nothing from from Clerks Two. Uh, he's regressed. Um, it's, it's even that he's worse than that because he's regressed further. Because there's there there were a bit at the end of you know clerk the first clerks. Randall says to Dante, you know all this stuff that you keep saying. It's all your fault. Take responsibility for it. Yeah, I'm. He, he says, I know I'm a fuck up. Yeah, yeah. But I'm responsible for everything I do. Yeah. So. You know, he has that. You know, there, there is a certain point. Randall's a, an asshole, but he's a, an asshole that knows he's an asshole. Yes. When you get to this, he's even past that. He doesn't. He's, he seems to be unaware that he's an asshole. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I, I am very conflicted. I, I'm not going to say I hated this movie because there were no, bits I that I enjoyed. I'm glad I watched it. I, I yes, thought I some of the emotional scenes, manipulative or not, were very yep. well done and did work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I and I got to say again, Brian o, o, uh, O'Halloran, his his Dante was just great. Yes, he was so good. Oh, he's fantastic. The acting's great from both yep. leads. I, I mm-hmm. think it's really good for they're doing the best they you know. Uh, the best the best the, probably their best work in in yeah. some ways in terms of their their performances mm-hmm. um i also felt like and this is a nitpick and and i know a lot of people love this shit so this might just be me um mm. i appreciate that cameos are a, a big thing in the view askew yeah. universe and in kevin smith movies yeah it felt fucking it felt almost borderline offensive. It was like, look at all the people I know. There, yeah. Because there was like a scene, literally, when they're doing the auditions, and there are char- there are people there for no reason all, other all than, look, mates. I know Michelle Geller and Freddie it's Prince literally Jr. Literally all and, his mates, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it was like, oh, God, really? And it just goes on. It went on way too long, and it was like, are you just are you just flexing? Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. don't really see the point there. I mean, look, we all know that you're that fucking... Like, we want to see ben Affleck, Affleck uh, sure. We know Ben Affleck is your best mate. We, but, and, we and I don't mind that, but when it's like <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar's there and like a yeah. bunch of... Like, Freddy why? Yeah, like, why? these days. It's, yeah, it was very, you know... And, and Garman is like, okay, Garman, fine. Well, obviously, and, you expect... Again, yeah. And even Bernardin, he's got a... He, but Arden actually has a more of a character that was. Yes, that worked better because he movies. was actually a character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That did that. The interview thing went on too long. It's a lot of a lot of this movie, like the the 
the bits go on too long and become mm-hmm. annoying. I think that's kind of yeah maybe yes. maybe my biggest criticism with the movie outside of the dour tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are there are there are things to like. I know my uh, my housemate was a huge uh, Kevin Smith fan. He loved it. Um, yeah. So you know, I I think it's quite a divisive well, movie how did, anyway. How did he feel about the the you know the the, the manipulative well not the mani- how did he feel about the the, the regression of Dra- of Randall and I I don't think he did uh, he he didn't really give me an opinion on it I haven't actually spoken about it with him since I've seen it so okay. um I I need to do that <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm curious I'm curious about it but he really liked it um and I know a lot of people have really liked it and I know a lot of people have really hated it so I uh, think I'm, it's quite a divisive one I'm somewhere I'm, in the middle yeah I'm glad I watched it. I am simultaneously glad and also wish I hadn't because I was quite happy with the ending I got at the end of Clerks Yeah, too. I, um, think you, I think you can probably ignore it. Oh yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch feel, it again. I think if you feel that way, then I think you can probably, you know, ignore it and, and just say, you know, Ram, uh, Dante and Becky went on and they had kids and yeah. they, they had a nice life. Yeah, um, well, and so did everyone else coming out of that, that last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like I'm... Uh, I, I would rewatch clerks and clerks 2 in a heartbeat uh mm. I, I don't think i would i'd be happy to watch, sit, watch those two movies right now yeah 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 i was just thinking that actually. i was actually talking about this is making me want to watch clerks and clerks 2. I, I saw clerks again recently um with someone who'd never seen it right. um, my brother-in-law had never seen it Ooh, how old your brother-in-law uh he is oh god he's 40 i'm really 40. curious like how someone that age seeing clerks for the first time took it so- I I think the thing is, is he's he again he should have been the right age for it yeah um but he never got round to seeing it and he said I think his because we saw it at a certain age and and yeah, it, you I kind of wonder how his biggest takeaway was that he said I should have seen it then yeah 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 I would have because... loved it if I saw it then but I didn't and yeah yeah, yeah fair he, enough he said it was good he said he liked yeah. it he said it you know and it was funny. He said, but I, he would have found it way funnier if he'd have seen it when he was... Oh, God. When I first saw Clerks, it was one of the funniest things I'd seen. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing and, when I saw that movie I, the first time. I think, you know, the, the, the sort of the, the first couple of those, you know, More Rats and Chasing Amy and those first couple are fucking amazing movies. Mm. I mean, I, I, I really like Dogma as well. Love Dogma. Absolutely love Dogma. That's, I mean, that's got, you know, some of my favourite... The, the buddy christ yeah <laughs> you know the um the the idea that um god is um uh Aladdis morissette <laughs> fantastic um, it's just fucking hilarious um yeah brilliant i mean they, they i think it's only been in the last what five ten years that kevin smith seems to have lost it and i think it was out after his heart attack it sounds weird and bad to say it but i think well it's a life-changing thing and i guess now he's got a very different perspective um Mm -hmm. and and that's fine um it it kind of feels like almost to me uh it feels like he is not innovating anymore he's just going backwards and he's just just like reliving his glory days rather than you know because he always used to come out you know he'd come with, out with something new or at least if it was a a continuation he'd have something to say whereas now uh, yeah you you watch this or you watch jay and silent bob reboot and it's like you're just reliving the past and you're just going back over what you've done there's there's nothing well do you i know think, what I mean like you I, know, I, the problem is, is that for him is that he he did try 
and do other things. I mean, he's, you know, Red State and... I liked Red State. I love Red State, actually. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. But See, that's the kind of direction I wish he'd gone in, to be honest. It, like, that was I, good. There was a lot, you know, a lot of his fans didn't get what he was doing. Yeah. Didn't understand yeah, yeah. why, you know, they just, they want... Let's they face it, this. his fan... Or do they want fans, this? I guess they want Jay and Silent Bob. I don't know if they want it. this. That's it. Most of his fans want the, the, you know, the stoner comedy stuff. They don't yeah. really want <laughs> full, full horror movies or, you know... Um, oh, What's the other one he did? I still haven't seen Tusk. Uh, I've seen Tusk. It's very weird. I, I, I kind of like it, though. It's been on my list for ages. Yeah, I still haven't watched it, so I've got to watch it. But I think he did, he did some really interesting movies, and they just didn't do well, so he kind of just went... Yeah, and that's, that's fair enough, I guess. Is, you know? Uh, I didn't hate this one. I, I'm really <laughs> conflicted about it, to, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I probably sounded more negative than I am, because there's, there's quite a bit I did enjoy. Uh, I just didn't find it particularly funny, and considering how funny I found Clerks One and Two, it, it's kind of a come down. And and like I said, I don't really like what they did with most of the characters. No, no, the the the, the meanness was just. Yeah. I don't know what what he was trying to do with how mean he was being with the. It. It just feels. Oh, uh, I. I I don't know what he was trying to say with making them like that. No. Um, well, like I said, it just kind of they just reset it and just made everything horrible. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. Um, you know. And uh, maybe maybe that would you know maybe Dante's character would have been like that if if that the horrific thing that happened. Oh to no, him. no, I don't doubt that. That's I just fine. don't know why but, we had to see it. The reset Randall seemed weird. Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Clerks 3, I, I don't think I need to recommend or not recommend it. If you're a fan, you're, you've probably seen it already. Yeah, um, exactly. I think, you know. But yeah, I, I would watch it. I, I just don't know that I'd ever watch it again. Um, I don't regret seeing it, I guess. Uh, I, I really love the ending. I'm, uh, yeah, the ending was good. That's so anno- It's so annoying that the yeah. ending is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the rest, so kind of the rest of the movie is... Do you know, bit- I was... And while I was watching, <laughs> this is this is not going to sound positive at all. When I was watching it, I was thinking of Picard season one. Yeah, where you've got like the data send off is really beautiful and really well done, and the rest of it is just miserable. <laughs> I, mean, I, kind of... I didn't think that to be fair. I didn't even. I actually thought, I thought that was a pretty good sent- scene. That was like the one scene that I was like, oh, that was pretty good. But the rest, no. Yeah. I mean, that, that, they completely. <laughs> One of the things about that whole thing is they completely misinterpreted the relationship between Picard and Data. Oh, no, I just mean the final send-off of... Okay, In yeah. that final scene, the final, final scene of Data where he has to be switched off. Let me go, yeah. That was okay. good. Yeah, okay. That, the the yeah. rest, like, no, the rest, I completely agree with you. Um, and it kind of reminded me of this, where it's like, oh, there's a few really, like, good there's a few good things but it's just yeah. in amongst all of this miserable other stuff that I there was, there was some really genuine i honestly i found that some of the some of the recreation scenes i found really charming some and of it i liked it just went on too long yeah uh and then it got to the point where i was like i've seen these scenes for mm-hmm. real and i'm just watching you make those scenes it, it was a bit weird but um yeah, yeah it, it was okay it was okay um do you want to go on to your because you've got another movie right I do, yeah. Do you want to do that? Sure. So, I also saw Vesper. Vesper, yes. So, this actually came out last year. Um, it's 
at the moment it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, stars Raphael Cha- Raffaella Chapman, uh, Eddie Morazan, Rose Rosie McEwen, and Richard Brake. Uh, Richard Brake has been in some bloody movies lately, hasn't he? I mean, he, he gets everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so this is again, it's another one. It's a the world is fucked movie. Um, so <laughs> basically, in this vision of the future. Um, they decide to, to fight the the eco disaster. They decided to bioengineer things, uh, and basically, what happened is a vi- They b- tried to you know bioengineer something. It ended up being becoming a virus, and it pretty much wiped out all animal life and most of the human population. Okay. So now, um, there are like groups of humans that live in citadels who were obviously the Richie type people. And then there are other people that live in little communities or, or and you know, scratching a living with, you know, they, they kind of all eat sort of plants that they've kind of grown. And the main, our main character is Vesper played by Raffaella Chapman, who is a sort of 13 year old girl who is, she is a, she's a bioengineer basically. She's a, she, she knows how to, uh, manipulate plants and seeds and she lives with her father played uh, by um, Richard Brake who is basically bed bound and he can't really communicate on his own he's he's right. connected to these 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 machines but he but he does have a drone which fl- follows her around and it, he talks through the, this just like it looks like a it's like a head that kind of looks like a stereo actually right and it sort of floats around uh talking to her and and you know follows her around now her uncle played by eddie marzan uh kind of runs like a village that's ne- so they live out in the like let's say the, the forest or woods or whatever they live out in the woods on their own um but eddie marzan lives in this kind of like this village with all these people and stuff and he is a bastard he's real sort of you know he they don't do charity if you want something from them you have to give them blood and they sell the blood to the citadels and the citadels give them seeds so that they can grow you know now what i love about this this world that they've they've created it's very it's all um biotechnology you know everything is sort of kind of grown um you know, even like they have like uh, ships, like um, gliders, sort of thing that are that are all like um, they're all grown. And when you, one of them crashes, and you can you see like the inside of this thing is all like you know organic material. Yeah. And it's all it's very sort of um, uh, very Miyazaki esque. It's Ooh, it's okay. Yeah, the, the sort of with the with the the way that these like fungal um growths on all the trees and pulsing sort of plant life yeah it's very sort of um nausicaa mononoke it's it's nice well like you know, uh biotech grosses me out anyway like um, war of the worlds if the red weed had just gone yeah kind of yeah 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 so um within this uh a, a, a crashed glider um you know, there's a crash glider, and 
Vespa finds um, Camellia, 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 who um, has survived this sort of this crash, and she brings her. You know, when she finds her, like basically the forest is like eating her, and mm. she sort of you know she she untangles her and pulls her off, and she sort of saves her. And her dad keeps saying, you know, we don't know these people anything, you know, get rid of her, and and, and there's a sort of a plot where she, she comes home and somebody's raided her house and they've destroyed her generator and she has to go to Eddie Marzan and get some sort of biofuel and that. And obviously he's, he, he kind of wants her to be one of his breeders. Right. Um, and you know, he's just fucking vile and creepy. Um, but it basically turns out that this woman, um, how much do I want to spoil? Uh, let's just say this woman, it, she's a bit special. I won't go into why she's special or how she's special, but she's a little special. Mm. So it's, we've got sort of like, you know, clever girl tropes and weird plant life stuff, which, you know, kind of in, in some cases reminds me of Jason the World Warriors even. Nice. Um, but it's a beautifully made world. Um, the, the director and maker is uh, Christina Borzuret and... Bruno Samper, um, and they, they basically, uh, I think they've worked on this movie for absolute years, and I th- they're obviously, they're not English or American, but they wanted to make this movie um, English to give it a you know, bro- broader appeal, and uh, um, I really liked this movie. It's, um, it's quite a quiet, you know, there's no action in it. There's, you don't even see the wider really the the into the city there's a scene where you see a citadel and that's kind of it but it's to be honest again it's all about this girl surviving in this harsh environment uh in this you know gross but beautiful environment and um you know how what she's doing to get to survive and you know it's it's got these sort of um She's building, she builds these, she's got these, this sort of greenhouse hidden away where she's been building plants for years, trying to unlock the genetic code on these sort of seeds so that she, so that basically she can make the world new again. And, sure. you know, her dream is that she'll end up in a citadel, that the citadel will see how good she is at bioengineering and take her in. And her dad obviously is under no delusions. I think he, he used to work for the um the citadels and i think the reason he's like he is is because of what he did for them and basically they're only they're only um his his uh uh compensation kind of for, for what they did to him was basically they gave him some uh enough so that he could survive and they gave him a drone and that was kind of it so you know he's under no illusions but he's trying to sort of you know keep the what what's good for his his daughter he's trying to keep her safe and he's trying to keep even though he can keep her safe you know there's nothing he can do to protect her um and you know there's a thing about his mother there's a his mother her mother basically just walked off one day there's like a there's a like a race of people they call pilgrims who they mostly seem to be female and they basically just collect scrap they don't speak and they're hooded and 
some people think it was a, vi- a, a virus made them like this. They're not right anymore. So there's all these like lovely little um, little details, but they don't explain enough. You know what I mean? They don't explain that. They don't go yeah. into detail on all these things. They just sort of it kind of is. Mm-hmm. And I like that actually. I like the the fact that they didn't explain everything. They you know they they kind of left. This is the world, and yeah, moving on. Yeah, and I really liked the character of Vesper. I thought she was really uh, love, well, well played by um, Chapman, and I think um, Rosie McEwen as um, Camellia has this sort of beautifully haunting um, portrayal of a, a of this um, almost detached person who's been living in the in the Citadel and. You know, the, there's this wonderful scene where um, uh, Vespa has this book. Uh, it's like a storybook, and it's like full of animals and things. And she has no idea about any of these animals. She doesn't know what they are, what they do. And Camellia is saying, "Oh, th- this is a that's a cat. They go meow, and this is a dog, and this is a parrot." And then she has this bit where she says, "They they repeat what people say," and she says, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" What are you doing? What are you doing? And she does this parroting thing, and, it, and it's really funny, and it's really sweet. And then she sort of, you know, she, they explain about wolves and what wolves do, and, you know, she says, oh, it must be so beautiful in the city, and she's like, well, actually, it's kind of cold and yeah, separate, and I really liked that. It was, a, it's, they're, you know, you can, they're not doing anything unique. Groundbreaking, yeah. Groundbreaking or anything like that. But what this is, is a very well done movie, a beautifully, you know, rendered uh, movie that has lovely characters in it. Um, and, I, you know, you, I, I, it ends with a sort of maybe there could be a sequel or not. Yeah. I would I would quite happily watch a sequel to this movie. Okay. It, it's. I don't know whether they will because I don't know how well this did, movie did, um, but I think it's a lovely little, you know, sci-fi, bio-y, biopunk sort of movie. Sounds it's cool. It's, yeah, it's really enjoyable. It's it's, it's not going to be for everyone. It's you know because there's no action in it or anything like that. I mean there was yeah there, there, I guess the, some bad guys turn up and there's sort of a, a couple of little fighty bits, but it's not yeah a, it's not, not an like action, action film yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's 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 an adventure movie. It's it's a it's a you know it's one girl's struggle to survive in a fucking awful world. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's not so bleak that it, it makes you want to throw things at the screen or makes you want to go and you know shoot yourself afterwards. It's just sort of bleak enough to to, to, to be really enjoyable. Well, I found it really enjoyable. Yeah. So I really recommend it to anybody who like who likes that sort of you know that that Miyazaki feel of movie. You know, it's it's a, a you know Miyazaki specializes in young girl protagonists who you know certainly in like Nausicaa or uh, in Nausicaa it's that sort of struggle to survive in a, a very harsh world. Yeah. And I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. Hmm. Re- really um really cool movie. Cool. I will. Uh, I will have to check that one out. That that ticks a lot of boxes for me. That one. Um, 
so anyway that's it for tv uh, for for movies uh we've both seen a tv show each though we have um and uh i i left netflix as as i do uh on my rotation and uh i decided to go to uh paramount um <coughs> so i watched tulsa king i have got that ready to go Oh, excellent! Well, I haven't I, started it yet. I, I will not started. do. Uh, I will not do spoilers, and we can do a spoilery one uh, in the future. Oh, cool! <clears throat> um, but effectively, uh, it, it's the the Sylvester Stallone starring TV series. He plays Dwight, uh, known as the General. Uh, he's uh, this New York mafia capo who basically, uh, I don't think this is spoilers. He, he took uh, he took the fall for uh the mob uh, the the mafia boss's son and, yeah the, tra- the, the trailer shows yeah, and he this. does 25 years in prison never squeals and he's released from prison and he's kind of like now it's time for my reward right you know because i kept quiet for 25 yeah. years which is almost unheard of you know mm-hmm. um and basically they 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 kind of give him the boot in a way they they basically say like we want you to go and run Tulsa. And obviously he's insulted by this. He thought he'd be like, you know, in charge of, of New York or, you know, like high yeah. up. Uh, and instead he's going to, to Tulsa. And he basically says, like, you're getting rid of me. You know, that's that's all you're doing. You're trying to get rid of me. Um, but they basically say, go to Tulsa and set up business in Tulsa. And um, what kind of happens after that, obviously he goes to Tulsa. We get some fish out of water stuff that they v- briefly touch on. Like, he doesn't really know anything about phones and stuff. But then, like, a scene later, he'll just be using a touchscreen and it's kind of ignored. So it's not, you know, right. um, you know, it, it's not much of a thing. Um, yeah. But uh, effectively, he's sent there to set up the crime business in Tulsa. Um, he meets an ATF agent, uh, Stacy, who uh, is on, like, a, a hen party. Uh, and they end up having sex and uh she's kind of his love interest through the movie um it kind of felt like a really awkward like stroke stallone's ego scene where like she's Uh, meant to be in her 40s maybe late 40s and she doesn't realize that that stallone's in his mid-70s she thinks oh you must be in your 40s like i thought maybe 50 at push you know it's like okay he looks his age yeah definitely and he also looks like he's had work done so he looks almost older than his age at this point um but it's fine stallone Stallone does not look like a dude who just came out of prison for 20 years no no (laughs) Um, but it's you know it it's it's a funny scene they do make fun of it obviously um and and you know the the biggest plus with this series is like stallone is charismatic as all yeah. hell, as always, and he's very easy to watch. And that's what I would say about this show. It is really easy to watch. It's a fun show. If you don't think too much about it, you'll have a great time. I had a great time watching it. Um the the issues I kind of have with it, which we'll we'll go into more when we do spoilers. I guess once you've seen it, we can talk about it a bit more. Uh is is that effectively what, what happens without any real spoilers is that in setting up his mafia business in 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 Tulsa, he makes you know 
friends and and sets up businesses and kind of forces businesses upon people but then comes up against neo-nazis and it's basically him and his his ragtag group versus the neo-nazis uh and and also obviously with interference from the mafia back home who he also resents for for not kind of you know giving him anything when he came out um treat him well yeah and that is kind of fine and the movie uh, the the series frustrates me it it, although i did very much enjoy it and i'm looking forward to season two the the things that annoyed me were that it it sets up a lot of things that are kind of interesting uh but tonally it doesn't land um like you know they do the typical he had a daughter that he's not seen because she stopped speaking to him when he was in prison he's not seen it for like 25 years and trying to reconnect with her um and it tries to do the like violence thing but then when the violence happens it's really kind of almost cartoonish and like over the top to where it doesn't quite it almost feels like it wanted to be a gritty reflection on like this person's past coming back to haunt them and and trying to live with violence and, and all of that kind of stuff but then I feel like almost Stallone got involved and was like, well, I don't want to be too much of a bad guy, so it's going to have more of a comedic tone and it's going to be more fun. And, and, okay. and it's not a bad. I don't. It's not a bad series. I did enjoy it. The the problem that I had going through, and it'll be interesting to see what you think when you've watched it, because I don't want to go into spoilers. Do you but think it was initially set up for someone else then, or do you? Think I don't know. I I honestly don't know. It feels very much like a Stallone vehicle, but it it could just be that Stallone picked it up and then took over because obviously once you've got a name like stallone you're gonna yeah. keep him right um I, I think the biggest issue i kind of had with it if it is an issue is that you know <laughs> we're like oh the neo-nazis are bad and it's like yes yes they are <laughs> do you know really? what else but do you know what else is bad surely not but do you know what else is really fucking bad fucking mafia <laughs> Mafia, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm kind of watching it, and I'm like, neither of you were fucking good, and and like a lot of the things we're kind of uh, condemning them for in the movie are things that he would have fucking done anyway, and the only reason he gets involved is because they get in the way of his business, right? So it's yeah. very difficult for me to be like, well, he's the good guy, and it's like, well, yes, what he's yeah. doing by getting rid of these people is great, right? they're they're horrible people but he is equally a horrible person and it's kind of like it's... but that, i guess that's the thing though is that you you, you that's if, you, if you've got the, the mafia and you want to try and make them you have to you pick know, yeah that's where you need mark, to go right. yeah, 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 yeah. the good guys well who the, the hell are you yeah. gonna pick that's worse than them you, you kind of have to fucking pick Nazis. Yeah, of course. That's kind of and, the only thing that's worse. And, and that's it. I mean, they are the ultimate bad guy, aren't they? You could always yeah. go. You could always go there, and that's fine. And and like it, it works, but at the same time, I I do feel like um if it took the the violence if the violence wasn't so cartoony and and if things were taken a little more seriously in places, I, I feel like this could have been something really good. Yeah. Um. The way it landed for me, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. Fine is probably the best. You know, uh, <laughs> I had a I had a really good time. Uh, I breezed through the episodes. It was very yeah. watchable. Uh, the acting across the board is great. It's got some really funny moments. Like it is genuinely funny in places. Um. It yeah. It just for me, it was just a weird tone thing where I was like, I, I feel like on the one hand you're trying to 
to say things and it constantly almost gets to the point but then doesn't quite stick the landing with a lot of things um but overall a very enjoyable uh action kind of comedy crime show um good fun good fun um i can't talk about the thing that that i really wanted to talk about um until you've seen it right okay but i feel like the show wanted me to feel a certain way about a character at the end and i felt the opposite way oh it felt like they were trying to make out like a character was a bad guy when in reality i was like no they were right to do that 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 i don't really have an issue with that actually so i okay. that was just me though i don't know i i you know it, it's a, it's an interesting one i, I will have to wait because i am dancing around a lot of things to not spoil it so <laughs> we'll wait until you've seen it and then yeah. we'll have a chat but i do recommend watching it it's great fun it's well worth your time uh, yeah i've got i've, I've got, got i've got it ready to go so i will we'll be watching that soon cool so what else have you watched uh so i i've seen the two seasons that are available right now of slow horses yes now this uh i was very interested in seeing obviously gary oldman yeah rarely puts in a bad performance so no. yeah i was, I was very well, i mean it's got it. it's it, gary oldman Kristen scott thomas and saskia reeves who's completely sold it to me um so basically we, what we have here is um it's called uh slough house and they call it the slow horses what it is is it's basically um a, a division of um mi5 mi6 uh, that is for the fuck-ups. Right. So everybody there, in some form or another, has either majorly or minorly fucked up, and they don't want to get rid of them, but they don't want them in the main branch anymore. So they basically get sent there to kind of live out their the rest of their careers is it like they might know too much and it's easier to keep them around than yeah. silence them and effectively? If, if, yeah, and if they want to use somebody for a fuck-up mission... Then exp- the the most expendable force you've got. Yeah, yeah so... Sure. So Gary Oldman plays Jackson Lamb, who is the, the head of Head this. loser. Yeah, he's the head <laughs> loser. And he's a disgusting human being who pretty much lives in the office, drinks whiskey, doesn't wash... He looks um, like that as well, just from the yeah, picture. He's, yeah, he's thoroughly, he's a thoroughly disgusting human being. You can almost smell um, the alcohol from the picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can, you can just smell him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Saskia Reeves plays um, uh, Standish, who is kind she's kind of his secretary. Now, those two have got this sort of weird relationship. They, they don't go into, I mean, they keep hinting at what happened. Her boss committed suicide and she became an alcoholic. Um, and Gary Oldman's character, uh, not really spoiling anything, but it's let, let's just say it wasn't suicide. Gary Oldman's character had something to do with it. Okay. And they, you know, they, there's this sort of... they. With, as the series goes on, like more details keep getting sort of weaned out of, of, of what what's going on with them. Um, but the main character is Jack Loudon's uh, River Cartwright, um, who at the very beginning he's kind of like he's a new agent, and he's going. He's basically uh, 
trying to stop this terrorist from blowing up a, uh, a blowing up a bomb in an airport. Um, and basically, it goes wrong, and he loses. It turns out that it was only a training simulation. It wasn't actually, you know, thousands of people didn't die. But if it would have been real, thousands of people would have died. This sure. the, he he fucked up. Strictly speaking, it wasn't his fuck up. It was the uh, the guy on the radio. Um, it was uh, Freddie Fox's character, uh, who's this sort of fucking slimy toff. Um, he was the guy who basically gave a, a bad description of the, the suspect. So he was chasing the wrong person. Right. So he's because of this, he's he's get he's got sent to Slough House. And the first season um, is a, it's a sort of a, a conspiracy sort of thing that he finds out about and, you know, he goes out of his way to get involved with it in and, you know, there's a, the wider stuff come, you know, what happens is um, basically a, a, a far right group kidnap a Asian guy and they're going to cut his head off on live YouTube sort of thing. Okay. Um, and uh, let's not spoil anything, but I will. I, all I'll say is, obviously, it's not what it seems. There, of course. there are th- things going on that, you know, certain stuff. Um, second season is um, to do with Russian sleeper agents uh, and old scores um, with. You know the sort of his, historical stuff with Gary Oldman's character. Um, so the first season I really, really enjoyed, really liked it a lot. Um, sometimes it's a little bit heavy-handed with some of its messaging. Um, yes, the far right is bad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> no you know, shit. and uh, you know, all, uh, some of the 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 um, oh, girls are really good stuff is like oh, really okay. Yes, we know we. we some, sometimes the, the you know girls are amazing men are any idiots yes fine yeah we know okay fine let's let's get on with it it's not bad it's just there and occasionally it, it, they take it a little too far and it's like oh for fuck's sake but it is handleable it's not all that it's about so it's sure. you know um Obviously, fucking Gary Oldman's fucking awesome. Of course. Um, he's great. Chris and Scott Thomas is great. Saskia Reese is great. Um, Jack Loudon, the main guy, who I think the only... I've seen him in a, a number of things. The only thing I... Uh, I mean, he was in, like, Dunkirk in a small role and stuff like that. But I think the only thing that most people would probably know him from was that he was in... He was the older brother in um, Fighting With My Family. Oh, yeah. The wrestling movie. Yep. I yep. thought he was fucking brilliant. In. I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Uh, so he was great in that, and and he's really good as actually the main, um, the the, the sort of the main character really. Um, you, you you've got a number of like idiots and things you know that 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 you kind of warm to. There's one particular character who you sort of you know he's an idiot, but he ends up with this in this relationship with one of the other characters, and yes, the it, it is one of those. Oh, the female agent is really good, and he is a complete fuck up. But and you do sort of think, why is he with? Why is she with him then? Because he's. But you kind of warm to him. 
they did. I, well, I, I, me and my wife did. We 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 kind of warped to him, his mm-hmm. his character. We, at times, you still sort of question their relationship, but um, when you get to the second season, it starts off pretty good. Um, I'm going to spoil something. Um, the first bloody episode has got. Um, Oh, for fuck's sake. Now I'm going to forget his bloody name. Uh, Phil Davis, for fuck's sake. Phil Davis, who I fucking adore, Phil Davis. Yeah. Right? He's in it. And oh, this is a spoiler. Um, they kill him off. And that, like in the first episode of, of season two. And I turned to my wife and went, this, they haven't just killed off Phil Davis. He's going to be in it again, isn't he? You can't just have Phil Davis in your show for one episode. And she was like, well, they can. And I'm like, how? And it's like, and they do. And it's like, how? You, how do you hire Phil Davis for one fucking episode? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's really annoying. Um, the, the second season lost me in the middle. I was beginning, both me and my wife were sat down and I, and she said, wow, this really isn't as good as the first season. And I said, no, um, the writing seems to take a bit of a dive. And then in the last sort of two episodes, they pick it back up and it's sort of like oh thank fuck they're actually they are getting somewhere it is going a bit better um so the, season two slightly loses its way but it is still a, an enjoyable watch yeah um, I, I i recommend the first season i think the first season was really good um but then mainly it was you know scary old me and stuff um in a sort of this a spy type thing um it doesn't hold a torch to something like the old man. I okay. think, you know, it's, it, it, it's not even in the same fucking league as, as the old man. Um, but it was a, a pretty enjoyable, you know, spooksy type of thing. You know, it's, it was, it, I think good spooks, I, I would say, cause spooks was up and fucking down, but good. Early spooks yeah, was fantastic. Early spooks, yeah. I think early spooks, it's almost on a par on a par with that. Let's say. Okay, that's fantastic news. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I think Spooks was massively underrated. Fantastic yeah. show. Spooks Spooks had some really good stuff in it. I, I, again, it, it kind of lost it uh, along the way, but at its at its height, I think it was a good it was a good show. And I think yeah, the first season's really good. Second season's not so bad, not so much. But uh, they've already done season three apparently, so that's already on its way. And I will watch it. So it, it, nothing put me off. You know, uh, some of, as I said, some of the fucking messaging gets a bit heavy-handed at times. But it's, it's not enough to make me want to turn it off and not bother, you know, finishing it. I yeah, I, I really liked it. It's a, it's a pretty solid spy series. Hmm. Cool. Well, that's everything. Um, it is. Any news? <laughs> Just a, two little things that that um, caught my eye. Um, one was the uh, announcement, basically, that uh, Tron Two is definitely going ahead. Three. It's sorry, yeah, Tron Three. Yeah. Sorry, Tron Three is going ahead. It's still. It is going to be three. It's not going to be a remake because that's good news. People were thinking, oh, it's going to be a remake, and I think. They were thinking of making a remake, um, but no, it's gonna, you know, it's definitely gonna be a three. But it still has Jared Leto attached to it. He's still the main. 
mm-hmm. and that kind that's what worries me about this yeah i agree I, I think i think it was midnight's edge i was watching them and they were they were talking they were discussing joe and leto and they were basically saying he's desperate for a franchise yeah he's so desperate for a franchise that he's been in so, he's had a number of tries and fails in recent times and he's still you know you know he, his joker was a failure his morbius was a failure and now he's desperately trying to get tron and that's what worries me that it's going to be a vehicle for him and not going to be a good tron movie yeah i i uh, i i am quickly getting to the point someone someone sent me a link to this the other day because um, i'm a massive tron fan and yeah. they knew, they knew i was and I, I am quickly approaching the point where i just i <clears throat> i i seriously doubt disney's ability to do anything of merit anymore yeah. like as soon as I, I i think oh great a neutron show a neutron movie but jesus what was the last disney thing i watched that i enjoyed i <laughs> do you know what i mean like it's getting to yeah. that point where it, it's like other than the fox stuff um yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll certainly watch it. I mean, I'm a lifelong yeah, Tron exactly. fan. Um, and I and full disclosure, I didn't like Tron Legacy when I first saw it, but I have come to actually really like it over time. So you know, I'll give it a go. Um, Jared Leto, I I don't hate as much as a lot of people. I think I, in the right role, he's actually pretty good. But it's I, very hit and miss. I think he's a good actor. Mm. I just find roles. him annoying. Okay, that's fair. There's, there's something. Com- I don't know whether it's it's because of his whole persona mm. or whether it's because of the you know maybe I maybe I've been colored by the stories you hear about him yeah that maybe. just puts me off him because mm-hmm. I mean he's been in some he, he's had some amazing roles and he's he, he, he is not a bad actor no but there's just I've seen so much of his stuff that is terrible I mean his joker was appalling yeah I I mean again though how much of that was him yeah and how much of that was the director saying be this weird thing. i think i think that was mostly him to be honest if it was then it was fucking terrible i mean he was and i don't I'll know give, what he was thinking I'll give him this he was actually that would i would do something different actually i would be willing to bet that it was him because everything i've seen of snyder's justice league stuff yeah uh, love it or hate it mm-hmm. it's very comic accurate when you look at it he does yeah. do the comic look and and it's anything but with the joker so i would be inclined to believe that was more jared leto than than snyder um yeah. and if that is the case yeah i did not like that joker at all no. uh, in fact i was only thinking about that this week how awful that joker is <laughs> enough i just it popped into my head the uh we live in a society line for some reason just came into my head and oh. i was just like oh my god that yeah that that performance was terrible yeah yeah, absolutely. But Tron three, uh, cautiously optimistic, I guess. Yeah, um, and this one only because it kind of made me laugh and and, <laughs> and and sort of made me scratch my head. Um, so I will be the first to admit I am not a fan, a big fan of this movie. I've only ever seen it. I, I, it took me years to actually watch it because I didn't. Okay. You know, I, I watched bits of it, and not through any little malice or anything. I just didn't. Uh, so let's let Ghost. Uh, yes. Um, and I love Patrick Swayze. I think Patrick Swayze is fucking awesome. I think Ghost is a good movie. 
And when I did watch it, yeah, exactly. When I did watch it, I thought, actually, no, that's a good movie. I'm, I, I should have watched it earlier. Um, I don't think I've watched it more than once. Maybe yeah, exactly. twice at most. But um, I did like it when I saw it. I thought it was a good movie. I understand the hype for that movie. I love. I understand why it's a beloved movie. Yes. It's got... Iconic kind of scenes. you want um, yeah. for a romantic... Um, Ghosty story. Yeah. And a... a, a and sort of revenge, almost revenge story at, at times. It's it's got all those sort of really good things. It's got you know great performances in it. That's a, apparently Channing Tatum is going to be remaking it. <sighs> Question. Yeah. How do you make a sequel to Jaws without just making Jaws again? Well, yeah. You know, like cool, yeah. but what are you gonna do? You're just gonna you're making the same movie again. It's just a remake, surely. I mean, what else are you gonna do? But like, it will just be the same bloody thing again, except we we know we won't have a cameo by Patrick Swayze, which would be the one thing oh, you'd probably watch it for. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a weird one. That I I just think like I suppose you could have a cameo from well, you can have Whoopi Goldberg CGI or, Patrick or, Swayze. Um, yeah, you could have you could have Whoopi Goldberg. I'm I'm sure you, you could have people turn up, but uh, Debbie Moore. I I just feel like, what are you going to do? That's not just a rehash of the first film, and I, I just don't know what you'd do with it. No, but fine. It's, I mean, I'll, I'll, it's, I'll it's I'm another one of those ones where but... it's it's you're you're taking a movie that is so beloved, yeah. and has such a following, yeah. You know, it's 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 not un, it's not untrue to say it's a cultural phenomenon. Uh, oh my god, for a generation, for sure. Yeah. The idea that you can remake it for a new generation just seems weird. Mm. It feels like I, lightning I, in a bottle, and I just yeah. don't know that you're gonna. I mean, it's, it's another Patrick Swayze movie. Look at uh, Point Break. Look how well that. The, the, the I forgot they even remade that. I've still not watched it. I'm never going to watch that remake. Oh, dude. I, 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 I've not watched that. Watched... I've not watched Red Dawn remake. Uh, oh, uh... Red Dawn remake's actually all right. Okay. It's 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 not great. Well, it's... I mean, the original Red Dawn's not great. I love the original no, Red, Red Dawn, Dawn, but it's such a stupid concept. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, um, fine. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Where are you just... going with this, you know? Uh, I mean... You know, again, it's another of those those <laughs> remakes that you hear talking about every week that come out, and somebody says, "Well, oh, you're remaking this," and you... but this one truly baffles me. It is a weird one. I don't know what you're hoping to accomplish with that one, but yeah, fine, we'll see. Yeah, they've remade everything else, so I guess they're running out now. I mean, yeah, exactly. I guess it's just know. like okay, we'll go, we'll go for Ghost, and you know, I don't there's, know. There's so we 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 say this all every time. There were plenty of movies that could be remade into better movies. Hundred percent. You know, do do one of those. Yeah, yeah. Do a do a movie that was you know, good story, bad execution. Yeah. And and make that or bad effects because now you can do effects. Um, but yeah, interesting nonetheless. Yeah. But it is, uh, I, I just found it amusing. It, it, it's a little thing that I thought was funny. Yeah. And I'm not even a massive fan of ghosts, but I just thought it was hilarious. 
I feel like we've had this discussion and we might have talked about it and I've forgotten. But what are we doing next? I feel like it's a western. Uh, but... So we are going. To, we are doing a western. We have not chosen that. And western. we haven't chosen the western. Okay. So I have a number of. Oh, go on. Choices. So, High Noon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Yeah. The Wild Bunch. Mm. Um, and now I've forgotten what the other one was. There was another one, and I forgot what it uh, was. So let well, let's go with one of those. What What do you think? Of... Oh, I don't know. Do you have a preference? Uh, so probably either High Noon or the Wild Bunch. Mm. Bearing in mind the Tombstone. Wild Bunch, bearing. Oh well, that's another option. We could do Tombstone. Oh no, we'll, we'll save that for another time. Let's do the three you've, you've picked. You pick three. Um, no, no, I'm happy to do Tombstone if that's what you want. I know, no, it just it just popped into my head. I was just saying the name of Western movies. It came into my head there. Um, oh, the the only thing I will say about it's long. Uh, Wild Bunch is long. Wild Bunch is very long. It's a, and it's it's a, you know it's a it's a fantastic yeah. movie, but it's long. Okay, let's let's not. Yeah, we haven't tackled any really long movies yet. Uh, we, I think we did. What did we do? Did we do? Uh, the duelist was reasonably long, I think. But no, I think you're right. I don't know. I think yeah, that's right. Because we, we were going to do Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, but we changed. That's right. We changed it because of the length. Yeah, we changed it to. Um, uh, oh, I don't know. You pick. I I could go with any of them. To be honest, I I think yeah. Let, let's... Annoyingly, now you've said now you've said Tombstone. I, I, annoyingly, I was. I was... <laughs> That's kind of that's creeped into my my head. Oh, that wasn't on the list. We could do it, that later. We could do Tombstone another time. We don't have yeah. to do that. Later, um, let's do High Noon. All right. Yeah, High Noon's. Let's do High Noon. That's a solid choice. So we will be back next time with High Noon, and um, yeah. Until then, stay safe, take care, and we will catch you next time.